Agne, welcome to the Upper Glen podcast. Hi, thanks for inviting Hi. me. You are welcome, love. I am here in your back garden, which is absolutely stunning. Hi, how have you so been much. keeping Agne? I'm doing very well. I haven't seen your ages. I um, remember well. before you done my lashes, extensions, <laughs> um, spiders' legs. I love them. Agne, tell me a wee bit about what you do now. I've seen you've been very, very busy. Yes, I'm busy. I'm doing so many things at the moment. Eyelashes, lecturing, uh, doing level seven aesthetics. Yes. It just all go. I'm just all doing go. More, more and more and more. More and more. And you're loving <laughs> the aesthetics, aren't oh, you? I absolutely love it. It's the best. Very busy. What's your favorite aspect of it? Well, all it's new. Everything's so exciting. Everything's so exciting. So Definitely. you teach it as well, don't you? I teach all beauty. Most beauty. Most beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty yeah. And guilds. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. And where are you from originally? Lithuania. Brilliant. So you come over here and you work hard and you're powerful. Remember we had a conversation yes, before remember, about yes. Russia and I wanted to go to Russia and it didn't happen and she says, oh Glenn, I don't know if you'll like Russian men. Do you know what I mean? I, I think you're uh, yeah. right. Yeah, I think I'm so glad you actually didn't go. Yeah. I think it meant to be for yes. you not to be there. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Maybe meant to be that I wasn't meant to be there just in case something bad maybe would have happened. I know. Um, Agne, what have you been doing all summer, love? Tell me. Studying. Studying? Studying very hard because I'm doing my level seven right now yeah. uh, for aesthetics. So it is really time consuming and really yeah. hard work. Really hard work. Really hard work. I'm just doing new courses all the time. It just never stops. Never stops. I love it. You know, it's good to be busy. It's good to be busy. Yes. Yeah. Have you been away anywhere on holiday? Yeah, I've been to Ibiza. Ibiza? What was it like? Was it good? Shit. Shit? <laughs> well, I'm not going to go there. It wasn't good? No? <laughs> no. Did you go to any clubs? Um. No, not really. No, no, all good. Agni, what was the last thing that you manifested? Well, the best thing so far for me is aesthetics. You've manifested it all? It's the best. I just, I'm so surprised even doing it. Yes, you surprised yourself. Surprised because I'm so, was scared of needles and blood. You were? I was. Yes, now you've overcame that. And I'm just, the moment I pierced the skin, Yeah. that was it. Oh my goodness. I do that every day now. Do you know I love it? I feel like aesthetics now are really, really booming. It's a really booming business. I feel yeah. like people are starting to take care of themselves more. There's Absolutely. a goddess element to that, isn't there? Absolutely. I feel like maybe even in the ancient times too, maybe this is what the goddess might have done. I don't know. Beauty and like just different parts of the face and all, editing the face. I think it's been around as old as time, really. It makes so good for people to feel yes know, the confidence get, oh it's amazing yes confidence best, definitely and you have quite a lot of clients don't you you, yeah, you travel all over the place don't you yeah i do travel i do a lot of yes where about do, where about do you go to where can people find you um so to be honest for the training or what you mean um where can people find you say on social media what what's oh, your handle it's um aesthetics and training on my instagram yes or lash boutique on facebook yes lash boutique on facebook folks check right mm -hmm. um and work what, what what days do you do what what places do you go to so i work at the moment in portadown 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 folks uh I work uh, here in east belfast east belfast and i'm now in the middle of arranging to work in Clinic in City Centre. Yeah, yeah. And have you hosted any parties lately? Some of your parties I've yes, seen. Now, I, I haven't seen, I haven't been, but I've seen some of your parties. You've hosted, you have to send me some videos to put in the clips. Some <laughs> of your parties are really off the scale. If you weren't doing aesthetics, I would definitely tell you you'd have a career in events and planning. Really? And, oh my oh, God, I, yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. Well, behind, behind this, I have good people yeah, <laughs> who are doing yeah. it. 
lots of help, lots of help. Agni, what would you say to anybody at home that's maybe thinking about getting a wee treatment done, maybe hasn't had anything done before, what would you say to them? Oh, just go for it. Just, just try Just go it. for it. Just try it. Come for consultation and... Agni, I'll take care yeah, of you. Absolutely. What would you say, Agni, to anybody at home who is thinking about business and thinking about getting into business, what would you say to them? Just try. Just, just go for it. The only thing, I have a lot of people come to me and they say, oh, I don't know what I like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You need to try. You're, not, yeah. you're never going to know. You need to think, because you say now you love needles and all now. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I never knew it. Yeah. I can even do it. Amazing, folks. So you imagine you know? you've got a fear of something and that ends up becoming your actual job. Well, that would be remarkable. And I feel like that's really what you've done. Absolutely. I know. I just... Yeah. Do you so do, you do it on yourself? Oh yeah, everything. You? you know, people come. You to look me very natural. People you do. Say, you look so you natural. You look so natural. I was like, yes, all my face is done. Yes, <laughs> you do look so natural. I'm saying, I feel like that's part of it as well. When, especially when you're a practitioner, I think. Well, for me, I remember looking at a girl when I for doctor first on mine years ago, my Botox. I looked at the girl behind the counter and I went, "Hmm, she looks quite." Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then there was another girl I remember came mm -hmm. up. It was quite frightening. It was like, oh, she was a wee bit older, but she went a bit too far. Yes, do you know what I mean? It's so easy to go too far. It is. And I would imagine if that was me, if I was doing that, I'd be sticking it in all the time. Like, yeah. But imagine you get a lot of a lot of healing out of actually seeing women become really confident out of it and seeing yes, that confidence that's grow. That's the best thing yeah. for me after when we look to themselves and how we happy are. It's amazing. Yeah. So, Just, Agne, where do you think you'll be in a year? Well, I'm really hoping I will finish my studies in one year. Yeah. And after maybe open clinic. Yes. But at the moment, I just still a lot of work to do. Yes, hopefully the next time maybe I'll be going to Agnes Clinic to get wee things done and we'll do another wee one. Agnes, would you come on the podcast again? Of course, definitely. Thank you so much. Say bye, everybody. Thank you so much. See bye. you soon. Bye. Do you need a message from a loved one in spirit? I'm doing an exciting new podcast and I need some guests that want to read. If you're interested, please get in touch. Danielle, welcome to the Up The Glen podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, Danielle, how long have we known each other? I think it was primary three. Primary I moved three. to Cars Glen in yeah. primary three and with... Mr. Maltman. <laughs> Mr. Maltman. How do you know Mr. Maltman? Mr. Maltman. It was always in trouble. I, <laughs> I was on level three or four. And I was on four cars. <laughs> and Cars Glen primary school, we used to have behavioural levels and if you were bad, you, like, you had to stand in the patio and different things. <gasps> The patio. The patio. I forgot about the patio. The patio. And the teddy boxes. Do you remember everybody had a teddy box? Yes. <laughs> and if you didn't have your teddy box on that you put on the patio? Yeah. Um, this was me. I was always on the patio. Um, so you joined in year three. That's right. Primary I remember. Three, um, we've it's... always sort of like stayed friends, but haven't we? Because we've kind of always had yeah. the same... The same kind of energy and the same focuses yeah. and things yeah. more yeah. self. Whenever I was a lot younger, um, when I got into photography, one of the things I'd wanted to do was photograph models. This is what I wanted to do. Danielle was modeling at the time. We had photographed in my back garden with Bailey the snake. Bailey, yes. He was actually a rescue that yeah. I had rescued him um, with the word of vows got me. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to get photographed with him. And you were the only photographer that was like, "Let's do it." I'll have a wrap because I at, at the time it. I was really like, you didn't just press a button. It wasn't just like a filter boom. Back then you had to just you had to be creative and you had to do different things. And I was just really excited about doing anything that was like people were going to go, "Oh, what? That looks different." Good. Yeah. yeah. And I thought to myself today, "What was that snake's name?" And I went, 
bingo, it was Bailey. It was, they were all named after alcohol. <laughs> yeah, they were all named after alcohol. Bailey, tequila, Malibu. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any snakes at the minute? I don't. Plenty of snake friends, but not snakes. Plenty of snake <laughs> friends. Plenty of snake friends. You get ready all them. See if I pick them away. Um, you, lo you love your animals too, don't you? You've got a lot of the world of birds and things. I love animals is in a sense because, you know, I was born deaf. Yeah, so yeah. I never really have friends. Yeah. When I was younger, it was more yeah, animals. Yeah. Plus, they don't judge you. Yeah, yeah. But you I, had to learn to hear too, didn't you? That's I did. Right. I didn't hear until I was primary six with Mr. Hayward. Yeah. So yeah. it was. We were in Mr. Hayward. Yeah. And classes. he was a music teacher too. He yeah, was he all was the like, first person. He was the same yeah, yeah. That I actually heard, like, yeah. teacher way. So I, animals were my thing for that reason. But again, yeah. they don't judge you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and all yeah, they yeah. want to do is love you. So just. Yeah, you love animals. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you used to have snakes, reptiles, chinchillas. Chinchillas. Like, I had snakes, I have my water dragons, yeah. I have my beardies, I have my curly tails, yeah. I have my dogs, I have my cats, I had birds, yeah, you've fish, had, and you lived in all. Australia too for a while, weren't you? 14 months I did Australia, months. and I loved it. In fact, I'll be back tomorrow. Do you think you would go back for a wee bit? Oh, I am going back. Uh, uh, know, it's not even if. A lot of connections and that out there too. Big time. I have a sponsorship and everything out there as I can, but obviously coming home to the yeah. child and yeah. getting the way of life back plus yeah. it was too old believe it or not yeah. you've got to be yeah. under 31 yeah so you need to get a sponsorship but i've made my connections there yeah. so yeah but you, it's, be able to it's go definitely back somewhere i'm going to go back to yeah. and explore yeah. a bit more and venture out yeah yeah daniel you just became a granny recently didn't you i did <laughs> 23rd I of january and there's loads and loads and loads of ones that were in our year now and, <laughs> and i know they've said to me some of, actually people know too and they're going to be grannies and i'm like I'm old enough to be a granddad. I know. But yet, back in the day, you'd only been old enough to be a daddy. I know. And now you can be a granddad. just fucking <laughs> like that. Just click. And it's your whole fucking little half a life today. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie. When she told me, I was like, fuck. I'm sorry. Like, but like, you say, like. You're like, 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 when your daughter yeah. and tells you you're pregnant, you're like, fuck. I was just like. I, I, I'm gonna cry. I, my words to her was like, see, when you have baby, I swear I'm karate chopping you to the throat. Yeah. I can't hit you now, but I swear. Yeah. But then, obviously, it was just, and then gradually, just watch the wee bump grow. Yeah. And, and then I actually was there the whole birth yeah. and got to cut the cord, still have the wee cord, yeah. everything. Yeah. And then just watching her, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Being a mum's one thing, but being a granny, knowing that's your child's yeah. life. But, but also, she could, and it's like ding dong, it signals your freedom. Well, that's it's also another thing. It's, it's me knowing that she's an adult now. She's yeah. her own child, her yeah. own family. And yeah. it's my time. I yeah. actually, have, like, you know me, I've never yeah. had my time. No. It's always been Casey, Casey, Casey yeah. and work. So, yes, yeah, time to, like, live a Vila Loca. Yes, know? put yourself first a wee bit <laughs> um, and celebrate and go out and start doing the things that you couldn't do when you were young because you were being, many, many young mothers will be listening at home and many of them start or right now where you maybe were, Danielle. What would you say to them? Mine's would be is every day is struggle. You're always going to have points in time where you feel that you're on your own or you're going to think, where have I went wrong? You never do go wrong because you learn from them and it's not a mistake. Yeah. It's just not knowing a situation. So never doubt yourself. Yeah. Just keep pushing forward and every situation works itself out. Yeah. And never let go of your own goals and dreams. Because yeah. I was young age i kind of did and i didn't realize that and yeah. schools back then didn't push you yeah so i was just like i need to be a mom i need to be a mom yeah now as casey's got up and i went no it's time for me and i've started i do dkf fence and the princess pamper party so yeah. i still do yeah. all that yeah. so i just focus more on my own business so it would be more to tell parents as in 
yes, your child yeah. is your child, yeah. but number one should be yourself because if yeah. you don't look after you and yeah. do the best for you, then you can't do the best for your children. Big time, big yeah. time, big time. See, years ago too, I remember years ago, what people didn't realise too, there was websites like Model Mayhem, Folio 32, like, and you, what you could do was, if you had photographs, right? Yes. You could upload them, and then other photographers then would say, right, I want to do time for prints for you. So you could really, like, build up your portfolio. Them websites still exist, they still are. I think they are still there, and they were really good for people. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know, mine's supposed to be a bit different. I went out and got mine all yeah, done properly yeah. in London because I actually got mine done when Casey was in hospital and yeah, wanted to photograph yeah. her and then asked me, would I be a model? Yeah. So I sort of done mine from then, but... Model Mayhem was really good for the likes of people that are aspiring yeah, and yeah. have that confidence that you can do it and don't need a side piece on the side. Yeah, yeah. Um, the sites are still there, but Facebook's took over. Yeah. So everything's on Facebook. So yeah, Model Mayhem, um, what do you call the guy that actually owned it again? I talk to him all the time. I can't remember. It? No, Tim, he was one of the members of it, Yeah. but he wasn't the owner of it. I can't remember his name anyway. Anyone at home know who owns Folio 32? Yes. Um, let us know yep, in the comments. Because they're on Facebook yeah. and it is one of the main sites to go for now. Again, it's still a lot of time for yeah. prints. A lot of those people, those photographers like Tim Cully, they didn't even realise, but they taught me so much about photography <sighs> and they don't even realise it. I miss that learning. I mean, even this right now, Danielle, what I've done right now, I, I mean, this whole podcast thing started off running in the hut. Now it's somewhere else and just throwing up these things and all but back in the hut again soon. But... For me, yes, it's the creative thing again. I'm still learning. I'm still doing it all. Well, that's it. Everything's learning currently. Yeah. And you never see if you ever are in a position of a hobby or a career that you love yeah. and you feel you've filled that potential. Yeah. Then that's not really the potential for you yeah. because every job and everything you do should always be learning. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But I'd have been the same. And like you said with Tim Colley, he was one of the biggest. He was one of the that really biggest. really helped yeah. me um, more so. I did sometimes for prints with him um, to build up my portfolio of over here. Yeah. Because in London it was high fashion over here. I was more for like implied and glamour. Yeah, yeah. He even though he was a photographer, he taught me my angles. Yeah. He taught me about shadows and yeah. making triangles. You know, most people think, Oh, you stand, you really have to have certain shapes. Yeah. And he taught me so much, but he also he made me feel like I was beautiful. He made yes. me feel like I was and I never once felt like I wanted to stand like this right yeah, yeah. I I don't know, like, I would dance about naked in front of the yeah. fella and I still, I, I knew he wouldn't have. Yeah. So he just gives you that confidence yeah. and that ability to know what you should be looking at when you yeah. go to a photo shoot. Yeah. Then when you go to, you know what it's like, there's yeah. some out there and you go and they're taking shots and yeah. some things are in their pocket that shouldn't be yes, in their wrong pocket, angles you know. And just yeah. Posture. Yeah. I mean, I had to yeah. that. Like, I really had to learn that. But Tim was absolutely one of those people I used to look at his work and go, I want to one day be like that. No, photography was like totally yeah. incredible. So Tim Colley, we love your work. You're fantastic. Definitely. So Danielle, what was the last thing that you manifest? Last thing that I manifest, actually, it would have been yesterday. I actually had was going to this class. It's actually down Willow Ridge, down yeah. at the waterfront. Yeah. They're all about mindset, mental health, yeah. and things like that. And mine's my manifestation, because I have been going for a wee bit of a rough patch. Yeah. So it was more for myself. It was yeah. about bringing myself to happiness. And so yet wasn't yesterday, it was the day before. I just had, I'm gonna tomorrow, Yeah. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna make your friends hang on to. And I've actually made two friends from yesterday, asked yeah. me about last night, text me all day today. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's the energy that I know I was giving yes. off because yes. the week prior to that, I yeah. was at the same place. Yep. But save you shift your awareness. I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh -huh. yeah. And they were maybe saying, oh, that's, I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Where last night I was like, fine, land. Like, it's yeah, just, yeah. you, you know, it's shit. Like, yes. I was more. 
I was giving out what I wanted back. Yeah. I yeah. was and whenever I was giving out the hostility, I was getting that back. Yeah. And then I'm wondering why why am I so on my own? Why am I, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. creating that. I was keeping yeah. the way without like knowing. You've, you've needed that for a time on your own. Love. Fuck me, you have. Yeah, definitely <sighs> have because have. You've, you've been a mummy such a long time. You've been working hard. Mm-hmm. Now it's like your time. Honest to God, it is. Oh, I'm feeling that too. Like that's it. Casey's twenty in two weeks. Two weeks. I sat in September. She's twenty years old. Yeah, you were fifteen when you had her, weren't you? I just turned fifteen yeah. two months, yeah. and I had moved in. And you made it work. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, See? nothing's impossible. Doesn't yep. matter what age you are. At the end of the day, when you yeah. have a job to do, you get that job done. If that's yeah. what needs to be done, don't learn other people. Yeah. So you got it. Young mummies at home, you can do it. Yes, Danielle, you've been a great guest. Thank you for coming yes. on. Thank you very Will much. Will you come on again me. before we wrap it up? Definitely. I'd definitely. And next year, when we make another series, well, you're definitely going to come on again. Oh, 100%. Yes, I'd brilliant. be back. Thanks Lots for having me. Lots of love, me. folks. Yep. See you later. Bye bye. Well, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to Danielle for coming on. What I think is really remarkable um, was Danielle's ability to actually talk about where, you know, that place, that willow tree place, that what's amazing is, I'm going to tell you this in a wee second, but obviously you know, maybe you don't know, I have ADHD um, at various points in my life. Um, I've had wee bits of depression and things, and I've actually had counselling myself. Um, but I want to say thank you to Danielle for coming on and actually saying about how, you know, these services are helping her and blah, blah, blah. So I had actually contacted the girl, and it turns out I actually know the girl, a very lovely lady called Brenda Shanky. Now, honestly, I'm so impressed by this lady. I've contacted her and I have asked her to come on as a guest. Now, this lady does counselling, but she also does a bit of mediumship too, which I think is fantastic. You know, the setup that she has now, this willow tree place where she's working alongside them, I need to get more details on it. It's a really unique space, really, really unique space. And what I see them doing down there, crafts, things like that, their counselling, yoga, you know, and I'd actually said to Brenda, you know, I would like to start making mental health trendy. Let's start making counselling trendy. I mean, in America, we all we all know America with therapists and all, and people seem to see therapists no matter what. And I just think, do you want to know something? We We live in a culture where, well, I certainly am from a background where it's kind of like men don't speak about their problems. I'm certainly from that background where men have to be men. That's kind of where well, what I grew up in. Um, and for me, learning to be able to speak about things, like it's taken me a lifetime, really. I'm still not really all that forthcoming about some of my own struggles. But you know what, I'm... I thought maybe it's time to do a wee segment just and be real. You know, I wanted this podcast to be light and bright and to accent some of the some of the people that just have been through different wee things. It just to, to allow those who are listening at home, no matter what your situation is, to go, well, all right, boom, such and such went through this. But, you know, it's making everything relative, all right? Now, I still have some of my own struggles. I often do not feel good enough. I often don't feel worthy. I often don't feel... I have a range of it, a range of bloody issues. And I often I try not to let them get me down as such, but sometimes I actually think that I could be doing with some counselling right now as an adult for trauma and just for different things that have went through, just for my own head. So it's something I'm really going to look into. Um, and I would advise anybody at home too, 
you know, spirituality aside, and for those of you maybe are listening now, you maybe aren't all that spiritual. For the spiritual people out there, you know yourselves, your go-to probably is spiritualism. I mean, that's my go-to for coping usually is spiritualism. Um, however, I want to say that whenever I was a lot younger, I would have been 18 or 19 at the time, and I actually had been very, very suicidal. And one of the counsellors I had went to see, very, very lovely lady over in West Belfast, her name is Amanda Hughes. If anybody knows Amanda Hughes, get her to contact me. She's just a thanker because this lady really taught me different ways of thinking. And in my younger self then, you know, what I thought I would have got from counselling wasn't what I got from counselling. What I actually got was so much more than I ever could have anticipated. So I just want to say to you, folks, do not knock it until you've tried it. Um, I do think we, we live in a culture where we don't always talk about the things that's wrong. We do suppress a lot. And sometimes it may be needed just for us to go and speak to someone who can understand us and help us understand our ways better. I think it's remarkable. So I'm all biz now that we're touching on those sort of things. My next couple of guests, um, I'm going to actually tell you who they are. Um, Brenda Shanky, I'm going to be getting her on. She's, she's definitely agreed to come on. She's very excited about it. And I can't wait to meet her. Now there's another girl called Caroline Rutherford right Caroline Rutherford um I've actually known from I was 15 years of age Caroline runs um a social exclusion group called the Pathways Project and it's run by Axtern Northern Ireland and basically basically if, if you grew up like me and you were wild grown up right and you have ADHD and say you got expelled from schools what Pathways does is instead of you being excluded and not getting any qualifications in your last year what they do is they take over from school. You go to there, you're in a fixed, a smaller group, say a group of 15 people. The tutors come in, they teach you. It's learning in a whole different way, all right? Rather than your whole education be worth nothing, Axtern and Pathways takes responsibility for those that teachers and schools and other organizations have failed to take responsibility for, all right? Now, I'm just going to say that I'm not dissing anybody. I'm not dissing any organizations. I'm not dissing teachers, but you've got to understand you know, certainly when I was diagnosed with ADHD, when I was younger, you know, there wasn't a lot of training out there. Teachers weren't very well equipped. They didn't know what they were dealing with, you know, and we were pansied off quite a lot of the time. And whether or not that still goes on right now, obviously I haven't been in school in almost 20 years, but whether that still goes on, I mean, that's not my point, but what I'm saying is groups like the Pathways Project, people like Caroline, like I can tell you now, I've kept in touch with this lady all of my life. And this lady has kept in touch with all of us at Ridden Pathways Project. All of her life, 20 years later, we're still in touch with her. So I'd actually sent her a copy of my book because she's, she's in my book a wee bit. Um, and she was, I can't remember whether I sent it or she, she went on and she bought it. I don't think she could wait on me sending her one. So she actually went and bought it. Um, and she was delighted. So she was. So she'd actually messaged me and said, Glenn, I would love to do your podcast. And to me, that was like an angel because there is nobody probably better equipped what i'm saying to you is caroline knows me from i was 15 and honestly i think she has a funny story or two to tell about me but honestly i salute this woman and what we're going to do is we're going to talk about adhd we're going to talk about some of these things we're going to connect with some of the other experiences that i have been through all right because one of the misconceptions is that people see you on facebook or they see you on social media and they think, God, oh, they mustn't go through anything like that. They mustn't, you know, I'm holding a microphone now. And as I look down, I can see the scars 
on my wrists from when I was a younger boy, when I was a lot younger, not knowing the world, self-harming. You know, I wasn't always in the place that I'm in now. And I'm not saying that I don't have mental health problems now. I absolutely do. And what is frightening for me now is, I'll, I'll be really real with you, I've never really been on antidepressants, all right? I'm not knocking them. I've always felt that one day, possibly, you know, through grief or through things happening in life, possibly I will need that. But what's worrying for me is I'm on an ADHD medication and that ADHD medication is called Elvans and it's actually a stimulant. I'm not too sure if I could ever have an antidepressant alongside my ADHD tablet or would I have to surrender my ADHD tablet to get an antidepressant. And that is something I don't know if I could be prepared to do. So for me, it really is also about having good people to talk to. A lot of my friends are like counsellors. However, um, having spoke to Brenda, we but I definitely think that I'm going to book in. Just, you know, we've got to keep taking care of ourselves. And, you know, it took me long enough in my life to accept, all right, I have ADHD. I need to take that medication. I mean, it took me really till I was almost 30 to go, I don't want to be without that. I don't like my life when I don't have that. I don't like the outcomes when I don't have that. I don't like that version of me that can't cope when I don't have that, you know, and I didn't want to see that until I was older. So I want to say also to those of you at home who have children who have ADHD or maybe you've got ADHD yourself and they will not listen about their medication. Oh, I don't need that. That makes me feel wiped out. I can't take that. You know, the ranges of excuses. This could be one of the reasons why they are falling down and not getting to where they need to be in life, not getting to where they need to be in life. And that for me, is something that I feel like through my own journey and my own process, that's something that took me a lot. It took me a long time to realize. And if I can instill that in other people, then that's what I want to do. So over the next sort of episode, episode or two, I'm going to touch a wee bit more on mental health. As obvious as you know, I wanted this podcast to come on and be a bit of a laugh. And it is a bit of a laugh. It is. It's a laugh and it's whimsical and it's light. With, with some with some spiritual tones and some, some serious tones. But for me, I wouldn't be where I am now in terms of a reader, in terms of being a psychic fortune teller reader, in terms of being a spiritualist, I wouldn't be where I am now had it not been for some of my mental health problems. And that is really, I couldn't be any more real in saying that. My ways of coping, spirituality, I want to say, has saved me from from what was a miserable, mundane life without purpose. Do you know what I and I know I, I often think that one of the one of the merits really of my life, I know one day I'll look back on this life, whether I'm an old man or whether I'm looking back from the next world. I'll I'll transcend back on this back on this life now as clay and as sicky clay as, as whoever I have created. And one of the real merits for me is honestly being able to help other people. That that to me is the real prize. That to me is the real purpose. Do you know I had everything, I had everything I wanted when I was young. You know, I had all the experience I wanted when I was younger that I thought I wanted. You know, I had the success, I had different things. You know, all of them things didn't make me happy. Money didn't make me happy. So it eventually led to me being a hardcore drug user, to be honest. This is where, you know, this is where I had to learn hard lessons. And, you know, 
I'm grateful now for the way my life is and being able to help people. So that's where I wanted just to put that out there. I'm really, really excited for my next couple of guests to come on because especially Brenda as well, we're going to be able to touch a wee bit on mental health. I, want, I can't wait to hear her points of view. Our energy is lovely. If you've seen Brenda Shanky, you'll know who I'm talking about. And if not, search this lady up. She's absolutely fabulous. So I can't wait to get her on. Find out a wee bit about what she's doing. Keep yous posted. I mean, it's just like this. We can all choose to suffer or we can help ourselves in life. And that's really where I see it. And often that that can only come from you. That can only come from you going, well, God, I do need somebody to talk to. I do need to see a counsellor. I do need a psychic reading. I do need whatever it may be. You know, and it's great. Really, really phenomenal, actually, to see those services out there and coming to life. So that's something that I really want to bring a bit of awareness to, as well as, Caroline and Caroline and the work that she does too, because it's more than just a job for her. She genuinely cares about what she's doing. She genuinely cares about some of the youths that have been involved in the project. And I'll be honest, we have lost some of those youths. Some of those youths have passed away. And very sadly, you know, some of them didn't even make it to adult life. And I've watched that lady, Caroline, grieve like they're her own children. All right, so this is what's truly remarkable about her. So I can't wait to bring her on. They're going to be the next guests that you see. I think that'll be episode seven. Um, so we're going to be talking a bit about mental health. And one of the things I wanted to put out there as well, for those of you who are listening, if any of you at home that are listening right now has that wee bit of courage in you and you would like to come on this podcast and talk about anything that has meant anything to you on the, in this lifetime, please get in touch, all right? We don't have to be so serious, but we can be serious if you like. It's good to put serious tones out there in a mix with what what is comedic, what is funny, what is knowledgeable. It's good to also put those serious tones out there because I'll be honest, folks, if I've went through certain things, I can guarantee right now other people out there are going through them too. And if I still feel with all my success and the things that I've done in this life, which isn't an awful lot, which isn't an awful lot compared to what I would like to do in life, you know, if I can still feel unworthy, if I can still feel some days, like I'm not good enough if I can still feel some days like the old problems are still there. Do you know, I can guarantee other people at home still go through those things as well. So I just want you to know we're all normal. We're all human beings. And I think that more people have influenced, more people that, more people that, this is why this girl at Brenda, I want to say, be honest, well, I'm so glad Danielle come on and spoke of her struggle. I'm so glad Gemma come on and spoke a wee bit. I mean, Brona as well, we've heard her story. What phenomenal. Some of those girls are going to be coming back on and they're going to be reeling a bit more. But I'm just, I, I want to be real. I absolutely am saluting the people that are choosing to come on and be real. All right. Because I feel like more influencers, more people out there, more people that have a public profile, more people that have influence need to start being more real about the human that they really are. And not just the job that they're doing now. Because, you know, this is where we're caught up in this world where we've got so much illusion. And it can be so easy to think that, all right, just because someone, just because someone, say, maybe has a large following or just because someone has a great job or they appear to have what people think you should have in this lifetime on the surface level, that is not to say that they don't go home at night and cry themselves to sleep. That is not to say that they do not feel good enough. That is not to say that they don't suffer from the trauma from the past. They don't relive that. That is not to say that they sometimes need a loving arm of support. That is not to say that they aren't like me do you know so this is where with some of these laughy tones we're putting in we're going to put some some real shit into and I'm, I'm glad that 
have the opportunity to do that because it's so so important to all the people that are listening out there listen your mental health is important your head is the most your brain like the last time i was at my psychiatrist was actually last year and i had a great yarn with him a really really great wee chat and he says to me he says oh God, you know i actually love my mind i love what my mind is capable of doing and he says when i was younger i didn't know that my mind was capable of doing what it's capable of doing now all right and he said to me glenn you should enjoy your mind you should take care of your mind but you should enjoy your mind the mind is the most beautiful gift that we've ever been bestowed and you know for a psychiatrist to say that to me i mean i could not agree more it is your mind is everything um and this is where sometimes i want to say it's like a it's like a sailboat sometimes the wind can carry the mind anywhere and sometimes all we've got to do sometimes we need a wee bit of help doing that is it just them sails no so we're not fucking swaying about everywhere in the wind no, I mean, imagine fucking swaying about the wind. Nature can be vicious. It can be stormy as fuck out there. Life can be an a shit storm. Sometimes all you need is just someone to put a wee umbrella over you. And that's that's just the point I would like to make this wee bit. So, super duper excited about my next couple of guests, folks, to be talking about some real issues. Um, And again, if anybody at home wants to come on and speak about some issues, I would be absolutely delighted because this is what it's all about. Having a giggle, yeah, but also being being a bit real. So, also, you might have heard, I am putting together a new podcast. Um, I'm wanting to do this in the autumn and winter months. The new podcast is going to be called Glenn's Gift. Um, and basically, what I'm doing is I have put out a bit of a cast and call on my pages. If anybody would like to get involved, please email glenngordon666 at icloud.com. Um, basically, what I'm asking is people who would like a reading for me. Now, you're going to get this free. Um, and also, especially with Media Mystic stuff, I'm asking that the people that I invite to come on um, to the new podcast, they bring an item with them belonging to the person and spirit that they would like me to bring through. Now, obviously, this new podcast is going to be much more emotional, much more deeper, much more serious tones, and there's going to be a lot more healing. All right. So for those of you who are diehard spirituality fans that love me for what I do in terms of in terms of my work, you're going to love this new podcast. I don't really feel like I've ever really put anything out like this before. And when I have, it's simply been cards and tarot. I've never really felt comfortable doing spirit and milking it. All right, I'm just going to be real. I have never felt comfortable milking death. All right, I am not comfortable doing that. In many ways, the biggest jewel for me doing is being the fortune telling part. I mean, I had the book of fortune around me from a really young age. It doesn't teach mediumship. I had the mediumship part there all along. It's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful in the right sort of setting. So in terms of creating some media, a podcast, maybe people could listen to that are, that are going through grief, that can help them understand understand spirituality in terms of what, terms of what way I, I see it, all right? Because these are my points of view. What way I see spirit, what way I choose to deal with that energy, what way, what my take on that is might not be the same as other people's. And this is where it's going to be a real good podcast. So I'm really, really delighted to start creating it um, in a completely different format from this one. Obviously, I'm going to run this one as long as I can, um, but this one will be ending probably later. Later this year, before it gets too cold and things, but next year I'm definitely going to bring it back with longer episodes, more guests, and a lot more being featured. Um, it was all just basically a test run to see what I could do, and now that I've done it, certain elements are coming into place. And where do you say this? There is a girl that actually had found me through, I think she found me through Mr. Dave Elliott's podcast. Um, now this girl really loves 
loves me. She just loves me. And we've only been following me not that long, but when I put out the casting call, she got in touch um, and I told her all the details. And when I told her where I lived, the girl nearly had a summer self because turns out she lives actually in the same street as me and she didn't even know it. Um, and she was actually the first girl to contact regarding this and she already has the item there that she's going to bring for me to bring the person through. So I just feel like this is the universe already working, making it easier, making it like, I can already see that the universe really, really, and Spirit really, really, really wants me to do this next podcast, wants me to do Glenn's Gift, wants me to do the mediumship, and wants me to go the whole hog. So that's what I'm going to be doing. If anybody would like to get involved, please send an email to glennggordon 666 at com. Maybe you've got a grieving parent there or a grieving relative that needs some help that would really benefit with some time with me. Um, now, obviously, I, I'm, I'm wanting to really make the next podcast audio only. There will be a mail video for advertising, but I'm not planning on maybe doing the whole video thing. Maybe, I'm not sure. I'm just going to see what way what way it sort of pans out. But you'll be able to listen to sort of a full reading um, on the new series, which is going to be awesome because it does feel like if you're able to listen to that sort of stuff at home, I'm going to forget the cameras are rolling, forget the mics rolling. I'm going to forget about it and do my job. Um. And then you'll maybe see the contrast between what is Glenn and what is Psychic Glenn. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to it, folks. Um, I want to say a big thank you to all my guests that have already came on so far. You know, when I first started out doing this, I truly didn't think anybody would want to come on. I thought I would have to fight with people to get them on. I thought it would be a struggle, but it hasn't been. And to those who have came on, I have seen the lights go on. Meaning like they have came, they have spoke. They have podcasted, they have loved that, and they will live to podcast again because they felt that good. All right, meaning like the lights were on, but nobody was home, but now they're home. That type of energy, they'll love that. Great, it's great for confidence. And I'm already aware of this energy, anyway. Energy, anyway, as I spoke to Danielle about whenever I first got into photography. I mean, it all goes back to me wanting a photo shirt, it all goes back to me being fat and being the ugly teenager that it did. I mean, I ended up giving myself an eating disorder. You have no idea the, the type of things that I actually have went through. But all that other stuff has actually led me to, from one thing to the next. I mean, getting the photo shoot done led me to ban the camera, led me to photographing models like Danielle, led me to oh, led me to everything, led me to the path I'm on right now in many ways. So I want to say that I'm really delighted some of the guests coming on. And I already know for me doing photography in the past, that was what I was addicted to. That was what made me want to get into this in the first place. Long before I even had, did portraiture or had a photography business, it was about me photographing models, making them feel good. And, you know, that glitzy glamour, it's okay to feel good in your own body type of energy. And honest to God, I didn't know then that one day that was what I really needed to give myself. And honestly, as I was saying, nowadays you just press a button and, my God, you've got a filter. But, you know, isn't it lovely when you actually look in the mirror and you don't actually hate the person you're saying back. All right, I might not like myself. I might not like some of my actions. I might not like some of my choices. And I certainly do not like some of my previous choices. But I know that I can look in the mirror and I can love the person that's there because the wee boy that's there has always been there. And even when the whole world was against him, he grew through adversity and he overcame. And he can certainly live to tell the tale. All right, so I love you all loads, folks. I've really loved doing all this, honestly. You have no idea. It's great to be creative to those who are listening. We're going to have some funnier moments, definitely, soon later on. 
Um, we are recording quite a lot of funny material with this, but some of the serious tones and being honest, I'm wanting them in that wee bit more because it does feel like this is where people are going, whoa, whoa. It's, it's striking up conversation. It's making people think, and this is where the point is. So you are going to love my next guests. So lots of love, folks. Stay tuned. I'm sorry there is no video with this bit, but if you're listening at home, you can catch the full videos of the interviews, which are brilliant. You've got to check it out because there's photos and all as well included in that. I mean, we talk about the Snake Bailey, for example. There's a photo of that, the photo we did. And, you know, you can check those all out on YouTube or on my socials at Psychic Glenn. This is the Upper Glen Podcast. We will see you again next week. As we start to get into September, folks, I'll begin to take bookings again for group bookings across Northern Ireland and the UK. If you would like me to come to your home or business and read some of your friends and family and you get your reading for free, please get in touch via any of my socials at Psychic Glen. If you need a reading urgently, speak to my psychic team. They have years of experience and can help you on your unique situation. www.psychicglen.com Yeah!